From the beginning, Li Zhi's ability to appear or disappear seemed magical. The first time, 46 years ago, was at Panther Creek the summer before my junior year in high school. On Sundays after church and a lunch at our grandfather's house, my older brother Bill and I changed into T-shirts and cut-off jeans, tossed our fishing gear into the 62 Ford pickup grandfather had bought us, and headed west out of Silva. We'd cross the interstate, turn onto National Forest land, and drive a mile down the gravel road bordering Panther Creek, rods and reels rattling in the truck bed as Bill veered onto an old logging trail. Soon tree limbs and saplings raked the hood and windshield. Then there was no longer a road, only a gap in the trees through which Bill wove until skidding to a stop. Only two miles away, the Tuckasegee River held larger trout and deeper swimming holes, but the trout and pools here were enough for us. Best of all, we had this section of stream to ourselves and wanted to keep it that way, which was why Bill parked where the truck could not be seen from the road. We made our way through a thicket of mountain laurel whose branches sometimes whipped back, marking us with welts and scratches. At the stream, we baited our hooks and cast upstream where the current slowed, forming a wide, deep pool. Bill and I set the rods on rocks, stripped to our cut-off jeans, and swam in the pool's tailwaters. When a rod-tip trembled, one of us got out to reel in what tugged the line. Often it was a knotty head or catfish, but if a trout, we gilded onto our metal stringer. Grandfather enjoyed eating fresh trout and demanded we bring some back. Our mother rolled the fish in cornmeal and fried them for the old man, as Bill and I sometimes called him, though never to his face. After hours of wearing stifling suits while seated on rigid pews and high-backed dining chairs, to enter water and splay our limbs was freeing. The midday sun fell full on the pool, so when we waded in up to our waists, heat and cold balanced as if by a carpenter's level. That was the best sensation. Knowing in a moment, but not quite yet, I'd dive into cold, but emerge into warmth. Years later at Wake Forest, when I still believed I might create literature, I'd write a mediocre poem about those mornings in church and afterward the baptism of nature. We'd caught five trout before Bill lifted the fish from the water, signaling it was time to go. Through a gap in the canopy, the declining sun brightened the stringer's silver sheen, flared the red slashes on each trout's flanks. A sloshing chandelier was how I described it to my mother that evening. Bill opened the K-bar pocket knife that had once belonged to our father and locked the blade. Good practice, he said, given that after his upcoming year at Wake Forest he'd be heading to Bowman Gray, not to be a GP like our grandfather, but a surgeon. I was lifting a beach towel from the sand when I saw her. Someone's downstream, I said, in the pool where the creek bends. A fisherman? Bill asked and set down the trout he was gutting. The knife remained in his hand as he took a few steps downstream. I don't see anyone. A girl, I said. She was in the pool watching us, and then she dove underwater. A girl? Bill asked. 
A child or girl like somebody our age. Our age? In a swimsuit? I don't think she was wearing anything, I answered. Nothing? Even on her bottom half? Nothing on the part I could see. Was anyone with her? I don't think so. Bill set the knife on the sand. Well, let's go look. But the pool lay empty, unrippled. No footprints indented the sand. You haven't been sneaking into Grandfather's office closet, have you, little brother? Bill asked. She could have gotten out on the other side, I said. On the far bank, surrounded by rhododendron, a granite slab, long and wide as a shed door, leaned into the stream. I pointed at a damp shadow. It looks like water dripped on that rock. A muskrat or otter could do that, Bill said. He walked downstream, saw nothing, and went through the woods far enough to scan the gravel road. I don't see a vehicle, Bill said when he came back. So where did she come from, Eugene? 